This is Monstras. Welcome to another episode of Monstras. Today is a very special Halloween episode, Fact or Fiction, brought to you by me, Brenda Salguero. <laughs> They're going to think that it stopped working when you pause like that. They're going to be like, wait, is the audio what's going on? <laughs> is the audio or is it Brenda not... <laughs> Coming up with anything for her stupid name. <laughs> I don't think it's a stupid name. <laughs> but with me today is... Orquidea Morales. <laughs> I'm horrible and <laughs> introducing myself. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this Halloween episode that I'm actually really, really excited about. Is that better? <laughs> yes, much better. <laughs> we have luckily partnered with some amazing podcasts this scary season, including Coffee and Cheese and A Spooky Tales, to bring you some really unique Halloween-themed Latinx stories. Yeah, I'm really excited about the setup. So we were inspired by, like, urban legends and um, in the style of Beyond Belief Factor f- Fiction. We had each podcast create two stories. It was one real, one fake. And then those stories were sent to a partnering podcast and the receiving podcast tries to guess which one is real and which one is fake. Um, so it's very exciting. We haven't heard the stories we're going to hear today before, um, and we're going to try to guess which one's real. So our stories, we received them from Co- Coffee and Chisme. The ones we wrote and recorded were sent to a Spooky Tales, and then a Spooky Tales sent their stories to Coffee and Chisme. So if you want to hear other stories, you're going to have to tune into their podcast as well and, and you know figure out which one's real, which one's fake, and which one's just plain old beyond belief. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, spookies. And, and also, we should explain what beyond belief is. What do you mean? People should know what beyond belief is. If you don't know what beyond belief is, then you didn't grow up in a fun childhood. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. it's truly an amazing show that I grew up with in the 90s. What about you? I, I grew up watching it too and I still they, they have like I think it's on Amazon Prime or whatever so if folks are interested you can watch it and the the whole setup of the show is they present three to four stories I think it's usually three and yes. um, you have to and then at the end of each of the episode they tell you which ones were real and which ones were not and my batting average is really low I always get them wrong I never <laughs> guess right I'm actually pretty okay. I would say I'm average because I watched a couple episodes in lead up to this episode. Okay. So, and it is so old school. Like it just, it just makes me feel really old. Um, but, well, but I love it so much. The best part huh? are the reenactments. So yes. they, they, you have the, the narrator or the host kind of do the setup and then they, they do reenactments of this, these really weird-ass stories. And then at the end, you find out which one was real and which one wasn't. 
Which one was yeah, Beyond Belief? <laughs> beyond Belief. So today we're following that same format where we're going to hear these two stories or you're going to hear these two stories. And at the end of the episode, it'll be revealed which ones were true and which ones were false, right? And we, again, we haven't heard these stories. We don't know which one's real, which one's fake. What we did is each podcast sent um, a letter by snail mail to the receiving podcast. So we have this beautiful letter by Coffee and Chisme that we're not going to open until after we hear and guess which one's real and which one isn't. So I'm very, I'm holding it right now. And I've been tempted all week to just open it up, so. Yeah, people can't see, but Orkidia's rubbing it on her face. Yeah, I'm licking She's it. She's smelling it. Yeah. She's licking yeah. it. <laughs> we'll post pictures of, of me hugging the envelope or something. <laughs> yes, we'll post those. But anyways, if you want more details, please check out our website. Uh, I'll put a link uh, in the description of the podcast. Also, follow us on social media, as you'll see you know, you can see the letter and you can see Orkidia hugging it. <laughs> <laughs> so, now without further ado, join us in trying to decipher which story is real and which one is fiction. And as I, as I said before, stories are brought to you by Coffee and Cheese Man. So let's start with the first story. The sirens echoed through the night as officers hastily worked to figure out what they were looking at. The corpse of several dismembered and torched bodies sprawled out like a bunch of puzzle pieces. The challenge was trying to identify who or what was painted before them. This exact scene had played out previously in nearby town. What the officers were overlooking was a young woman in the corner covered in blood and tears, trembling, softly saying, No, 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 mi corazón no es juguete, la venganza será mía. Her long, beautiful black locks cascaded down her back, past her hips. Her soft brown eyes flashed pain and emptiness. Once the bodies were identified and the young woman was taken into custody, Police identified the bodies and learned that the 24-year-old Isabella Galvan, a scorned woman whose girlfriend broke her heart, causing her to spiral down a path of kill. Her goal became finding those who took pride in breaking hearts. Isabella claimed the spirit of a demonic espiritu would take over her body seeking revenge for those who wronged and cheated others. Isabella could describe the kills, but from an observer point of view. One by one, Isabella would be warned by the Espiritu that a certain person had been unfaithful or had broken another heart. Then Isabella would track the individual down, stalking them and watching their every move. Then, when the time was right, whether in a dark alley or on the road alone. Isabella would then pursue to stab the victim repeatedly until rendered weak. Then Isabella would saw off body parts and throw them into a, her station wagon. She then drove them to her home. 
This story has been shared as a warning to many lovers who cheat or have an, any intention of cheating. In the nearby towns, this espiritu was said to have inhabited different people who would become killers. Isabella was then sentenced to life in prison. All right. I'm already laughing. <laughs> I <laughs> I really like that story. A. B. Okay. My first reaction to it was, I think this is fake. I really thought it was fake. And then it got, and then you made that point. Station wagon. What did you say? It's just such a weird detail for a (laughs) fake story. Right? It is. It is such a weird detail. He was like, and then she threw them into her station wagon. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That feels like, I I also think that that feels like a very, like, um, stereotypical, like, lesbian car. Cause she, so the story he she had lovers like female lovers right yeah it sounded like she she had female lovers and she had been killing people for a while oh man i don't know now i kind okay i'm gonna go with my first instinct before the station wagon detail okay. i'm gonna it's say fake. it's true because i have watched a lot of snapped episodes and this feels very very <laughs> true um I guess we'll have to listen to the other story and then we can reevaluate our decisions. What can we can we change okay. our decisions okay, afterwards? Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know well, what the rules are. It. I mean, well no. Okay, okay. We'll we have to okay, we have to listen to the second story to okay. see to assess cuz one of them is fake. So we have a 50-50% <laughs> chance to hear That's one true. of them right. So okay. Let's listen to the second story and then see if it changes our mind and stuff. So let's start and let's listen to it now. When Brad Culp was a student at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, there was a rumor that the town was one of the most haunted places in America. When Culp started an on-campus magazine, he couldn't wait to write about several of the area's most famous phantoms. Not long after his story was published, though, he kept finding himself thinking about one ghost in particular, the ghost of Oxford Milford Road. As the story goes, many decades ago, probably sometime in the 1940s, there was a young man courting a young woman in a rural part of town. Because the woman's parents didn't prove the match, each night he visited under the cover of darkness. After her parents went to bed, the young woman would sneak out of her farmhouse and flash the lights of her parents' car three times. Then her young suitor would ride his motorcycle down the road. One night, he took a right turn before her house a little too sharp, says Culp. The motorcycle went one way and he went the other. His injuries were so severe that he didn't survive. And rumor has it, however, that his love-struck ghost still haunts the search of Milford Road. Curious, Culp, his girlfriend, and now his wife, and a friend decided to head out there one night to see if they could verify this tale. His girlfriend was worried she'd be completely freaked out. She believes more in the stuff than I do, says Culp, but he was mostly concerned that his suspicion that none of this was true would be confirmed. 
On this particular night, as Culp passed the abandoned farm, an idea came to him and he pitched it to his girlfriend. Though, reluctantly, she said yes and Culp turned a short way into the farmhouse driveway. He killed the engine and flashed his light three times. There was a single light that appeared three quarters of a mile down the road. It started to come, coming pretty slow. It kept coming and coming and my wife was freaked out because it was coming closer and closer. Culp says, as a collision seemed imminent, Culp turned on his car lights. He expected to see a kid on a bike bailing out from his prank now that he'd been caught, but there was nothing there. The light was just gone. They got out of the car. They walked around trying to figure out if it was something that they could have seen. To this day, we still talk about it. I saw something, but we just can't explain it. Oh my god, that's a real one. <laughs> See, oh my, we have such different perspectives. My my response is like, this is fake. And I can tell okay. you why, but you go first. I you think, think this real. is real, you go first. Only because, okay, only because I think the serial killer story, it's harder to fake or or to, or it is easier to fake only because it sounded like how would someone go around throwing body parts everywhere and not get caught after many murders? Like, that's a terrible crime scene. Like, how terrible are you at crime scenes? I, okay. This one, I think, is how, more real only because it sounds more like a ghost story. How many serial killers have gotten away with it, though? There's so many serial killers we don't, I'm sure we don't oh, even know about. that's true. But I mean... This this story just had, it had more like, um, it sounded more journalistic to me and like, it, it was more like a simple ghost story as opposed to like a, a murderous serial killer, but I don't know. I don't know. What's your, what's your opinion? I, I'm also fascinated right now that you're more convinced by a ghost <laughs> story. You, Brenda Salguero, that does not believe in ghost stories. Okay, I know that it's weird that I would believe a ghost story, but I just believe people think they saw something. Like, I don't think the ghost story is real. I think the story itself about the ghost story is more real than the killer. Mm. See, this is... Okay. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. This is what throws me off. So, she said that it was in the 1940s? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she, Yeah, she did say that. How many women were driving cars in the 1940s? I think women drove cars. I just don't think they drove them a lot. I've seen... Yeah, I think they drove. Just not... Maybe not a lot. I mean, I think they drove, but not a lot. Like, I don't think it was super common. Because we didn't really have a lot of teen culture till the 50s. If it had been in the 50s, maybe 60s, I would believe it. But not in the 40s. Damn it. That's a really good point. How are we deciphering these stories based on vehicles? Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh that's such a good point i i also have no idea like if i were ever in a car accident i'd be like a car hit me it looked like a car <laughs> okay so you're gonna stick with your answer the first one is fake and the second one is real yes I'm, final I'm answer sticking. final answer i'm going with my gut i'm going with my gut i totally disagree okay why why do you disagree i think the, the car situation, which is weird. I know to focus on cars. 
it the second one sounds too much like an urban legend with like the the three lights flashing right that's like the gang initiation urban legend i don't know it just felt i feel like to me it's always going to be like the simpler answer and the simpler story and that seemed more simple as opposed to a serial killer kind of running around murdering ex-lovers especially yeah. like a, it didn't give a time period right it didn't give a time period that one I don't think so but she was yeah. killing women and there's like this whole um if the if these women were seen as having like a bad lifestyle because they were lesbians then no one would care about them that's true they would be easy i guess they would be easier to get away with their murder mm-hmm. because people aren't paying attention to them as much yeah but i feel like a horrific crime scene like that i would have heard something about it but maybe i haven't i listen to a lot of true crime but then again a lot of true crime gets ignored as well so especially from marginalized communities so dang it (laughs) it's tough no, I'm, I, I, I'm going with my instinct. I'm going with my instinct. I'm sticking to my guns. I'm going to stick to fake and then real. Okay. I'm going to say real and fake. Okay. Do you want to reveal what it is? Do you want to yes, open the envelope? I'm so excited. Live? Okay. Go for it. And now, folks, we are going to reveal which one, who is right. So I'm opening the letter. Okay. Okay, the letter says, once known, the truth cannot be unknown. No! Okay, oh, this I is love so that. good. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's another envelope. Hold on, I'm going to take a picture of it. Okay, great. It's, it's um, a really cool bloody envelope that says, for monstras ojos only. Oh, it's top secret. Mm-hmm. And they used wax to seal it. Very, very nice. Oh, oh, very nice. I love that added element. I'm pretty sure people are dying to know what is real. <laughs> I know. And we're we're delaying. It. Keep delaying it, Orkidia. Keep delaying. I know. It. I'm just gonna like do a what is it? S A S M R like. <laughs> yeah. Keep doing ASMR with the letter. No, I'm I'm really enjoying this because like the wax is like. It smells like um, honey. Oh, it's a honey-based wax. Oh, yeah. that's great. And then the paper is like charred, like they burnt it. What? Oh yeah. my god, I'll take they pic- went all out on this. I know. I'm going to take pictures of all of it. We'll share it on our social media. Okay, you ready great. for this? Yes, I'm di- I've been ready. Okay. So... <laughs> so... Listen to our next week's episode. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh my god, I would have. I'm throwing this away. Everyone's canceled the podcast. Like the podcast is canceled now. <laughs> so, Albert's tell was all cheeseman, and Jay Lee's tell was fact. Now that's beyond ah! belief. I hate that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yes. As I 
feel good about this. I, as yeah. the winner, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who, okay, I wonder who else out there g- got it right as well. Share in the comments yeah. if you got it right. Let us know uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, all that stuff. If you, if you figured out which one was, if you figured it out, don't spoil it. Just tell us if you figured it out. <laughs> or if you're in the loser circle with me, let me know. We'll cry together. <laughs> <laughs> Shed tears, you know, lloronitas, lechionas. Yeah. I know. I'm like 100% crying right now. You can't see. I turned the camera off so Brenda can't see my tears. <laughs> but that is so funny. What else? Did they write anything else in the in the letter? No, that was it. It's just like oh beautifully packaged. I'll take pictures of everything because this was amazing. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. So I'm glad. I'm glad I was right. So I guess. <laughs> see what did I? What did I tell you? I'm actually not. I'm pretty good at smelling bullshit. But not I just, always. I'm. I'm more likely to believe that people are killing people than I'm than ghosts. Isn't that sad? That's really sad. <laughs> really sad because I I've heard stories like that where there's some sort of like death that happens on the road and then people go they're driving they see headlights some something happens where they think they see something because something similar happened to my friends did I tell you this Mm-mm. so I used to live or before I moved to to sack i used to live in berkeley and there was an air basically berkeley is not that far from alameda and alameda is kind of like a little island kind of connected to oakland by like a couple of bridges and tubes so it's it's almost like a little tiny island anyways uh in alameda there's a uh a port so and the there used to be like a big, or there is still actually a museum. And it's, I don't remember the name of the museum, but it is on a boat. Like it's a big, like USS carrier or whatever, whatever carry, like they used in war, whatever. Right. So Hmm. there's this big boat and we had a Halloween party there. And so we threw, we, we went to the Halloween party, me and my old roommate and a couple friends and when my friends got to the party, they were like, dude, something really weird happened to us tonight. And I was like, what? And apparently they were driving by this, by the boats, by the docks, all that stuff. Really, really isolated area. No, no other, like they have like really big parking areas as well. So it's like, you can imagine it's like a, a place with like empty warehouses and kind of a creepy it's also cold because it's October and so they're driving and all of a sudden they see a figure standing in the darkness like some sort of like obscure white figure and it actually started chasing them (laughs) and they started backing up their car they were like what the fuck is that like what is that and so they started backing up backing up backing up really quickly and got the hell out of there. And they were like, yeah, we don't understand what we just saw. But we just saw something on the on the pier. And I was like, or on the docks, whatever that area is. Right next to the water. I was like, what the hell? Anyways, I don't believe them. But people see that kind of... 
I was just gonna say, are you making it up as you go along? No, no, I swear. Is that your final story to see if I'm gullible enough to believe it, Brenda? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) It truly happened. Like, I think, and I don't remember if they told me about it after the party or if it was before or, or when they got to the party. Or if it happened after the party, because the party did end pretty late, like at one. I think it might have happened after. I just remember another girl that I I went to the party with, she brought her fiancé. And he got so wasted, he was in a a Minions costume. Mm -hmm. And he was so wasted, he decided to walk home. But their home was in Oakland. So here's (laughs) this dude dressed as a Minion at like one in the morning, walking down the the tube you know this really long long tube that takes you to oakland from alameda Mm -hmm. and dressed as a minion in like this bright so you if you were driving by you'd see this man (laughs) drunk (laughs) blanked face man in a minion so maybe they saw that's what they saw they saw a weirdo in a costume (laughs) (laughs) that's probably what they saw and he's just like trying to get help he's like just give me a ride home please i'm stuck in this giant tube because yeah he totally disappeared and they were like where is he where is he what happened to him and then that uh, the other weird ghost story that happened and i was just like because my friend sarah told me this story um and so yeah it's just it was just a very weird odd night with a lot of weird things that i was not even involved in i was just peripherally Mm -hmm. there because yeah. I ended up going home, it was fine, it was safe, <laughs> and saw nothing. That's so, crazy. It's just, but see, it's it's those kind of stories that I was like, oh, that sounds more real to me as opposed to a f- scorned female, you know, lover killing other female lovers. Especially because... Well- I don't know. There's not that many women who kill. Well, then again, if they do kill, they usually kill because of romance or money. Yeah. They do usually poison. Women usually don't do um, violence like that. No, because we're smarter. We don't leave. I, I don't. <laughs> we don't leave more, that much evidence behind. So Maybe that's use, why there aren't you, that many serial killer women or female serial killers. They never they get caught because they use better methods. Is that is that the theory now? Yes, that is. That's <laughs> one of the theories. I'm not even joking. That literally, I think, is something I have heard. Is that women don't blab? They don't. They don't blab, and they don't. Uh, yeah, and they they're harder to catch because of that. They don't. They keep it all on the DL, and they call us gossipy. Men always brag about their like rape and murders. Women are just know. like. You ain't gonna know about my crimes. <laughs> Unless they enlist men to help them, that's when they get in trouble. Yeah. It's the dudes <laughs> it's the dudes that become the women's downfall. So if you're gonna oh my gosh. if you're this gonna This was be... so much fun. I'm so glad we did this. I hope we can do it again next Halloween. I think I I want to too. I do wanna make it an annual thing. I wanna uh, maybe even make it bigger. We'll see, get more people involved. If you're interested, let me know, because, yeah, everyone was amazing to work with, too. Spooky and Coffee and Cheese both amazing podcasts. Please check out their stories, and then you can le- listen to 
our stories and our bullshit and you can figure out which one's real and which one's fake. <laughs> from our so sports. I think I think Coffee and Cheese May will release their episode on the 27th of October and I think a Spooky Tales is going to release on the 29th of October. Yes. So you can listen to So we're to, first. Uh, yeah, so ours is going to be released 25th of October. Um so you can listen to all of us and and enjoy some creepy tales and let us know if you're a loser like me or a wiener <laughs> like Brenda. <laughs> Are you a Brandantis or a Orchid? I don't know. I don't know what to make out of your name. I only came up with the name Brandantis because my friend once photoshopped me on top of a, of a, oh my God, what is it called? Not a centipede, a uh, praying mantis. She, <laughs> she photoshopped my face onto a praying mantis and then started a Facebook group called the Brandantis. And then made all my other friends join it, except for me. So I only found out later about That it. is hella creepy. You have some weird-ass friends, and I'm <laughs> slightly jealous. <laughs> it was so funny. We, it was in the middle of our Photoshop. We were having a Photoshop battle in mm. freshman year of, of college, and it was just real stupid. But anyways, <laughs> I don't think I want to use the word Brandantis no more. So maybe I'll just erase that from the podcast. Because yeah, otherwise you're going to start being called Redantis. I know. I don't want to. Anyways, if you are if you were uh, in my camp, let us know. If you were in Orchidia's camp, let us know. But let us know what uh, who was right. So who guessed right? But without spoilers. Yes. And, and thank you so much for joining us. Have a great spookies of the halloweens yes and don't let any ghosts try to murder you while you're driving at night in like scary scary areas with a lot of fog i think the general advice is don't let anybody including ghosts murder you yeah, I mean, that's that's good <laughs> advice. That's really good advice. I do have to say one last thing before we go. I did enjoy Albert's story a lot because of the he had a lot of good descriptors, too. So yeah. I have to say it was really it was a really good like it painted a really good picture as well. He's a really good. I mean, both of them are really good storytellers. But yeah, I would watch that movie. The murder woman, the woman yeah, murdering. I would yeah, totally abs- watch that movie. Absolutely, I would. I would want want to watch that. Yeah, heck yeah, and her and her station wagon, <laughs> and her station wagon of death. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird detail. We're gonna have to ask Albert why he picked a freaking station wagon. I'm so caught up yeah. with that now. I can't stop thinking about <laughs> a station wagon full of body parts. love it but yeah thank y'all for joining us uh we also have a patreon now so if you're interested in joining um there's two tiers um and we have some special gifts and special surprises coming for those that join our patreon yes we have big news for the next in the next coming weeks uh with some yeah stuff that we'll be releasing on patreon so stay tuned and yeah Stay safe. Don't get murdered by ghosts. Yeah. Good call. Don't get murdered by ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.